Portions of this program may be pre recorded. All engines running, commit liftoff. Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us questions on Facebook and Twitter. At SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer your questions the next time that we are on the air. Um, so with that being said, uh, today is Tuesday. And I wanted to start off, um, I was listening to uh, a speech on YouTube from uh, a long time ago. It was by Ronald Reagan. And it was called a time, yeah, yeah. a time for Choosing. Uh, great speech. But it just um, put me in the mind of uh, Joshua when he talked about choosing who you will serve. Um, and I think we're at a point in our country and in our lives, really, that we need to make sure we're conscious of the choices that we're making and that we're choosing each day to uh, serve God faithfully and be willing to take a stand for the truth um, because I think tough times are coming. So just want to start off with that uh, positive note. Well, they are, and I, I don't know if you've, you've been in a bubble or something and haven't seen everything going on in our culture, but uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, if you're from the south, you say Lancaster, but it's Lancaster, <laughs> according to one of my friends who's from there, but uh, anyway, it's a really fairly conservative place. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Amish live up there in that mm-hmm. area, you know? And everything, and um, they had riots because a guy with a knife mm-hmm. was charging a police officer, and the guy had stabbed four people and had been arrested a year earlier. I mm-hmm. mean, like, so the police come into the situation. Hey, we have a guy who stabbed people before and been arrested. He's uh, stabbed four people last year. He's got a knife. The police officer told him put it down. He didn't, and he was shot. Mm-hmm. In any other time in history, nobody would have ever had a problem with it. But after that, they protested. And there were protesters up there. Imagine that. Protesters after a legitimate self-defensive shooting to keep somebody from hurting somebody else. That's a police Mm -hmm. officer's job, right? And so uh, what happened is all these protesters started showing up and... um, protesting what had happened even though it was a legitimate shoot well a lot of the protesters got arrested Mm. they're saying the pennsylvania judge not only had i mean they were not only arrested they had a bail set at a million dollars this ain't new york city this is lancaster yeah so uh for rioting and they were charged with rioting and um the judge set bail at a million dollars and, um, you know, it was very clear. There was body cam that show it. So here's the people that were arrested. Jamal Newman, 24 years old, 
Barry Jones, 30 years old. Frank Gaston, 43, the oldest of the bunch. Dwight Montague, 23. Matthew Moderman, 31. Talia Gessner, 18. Catherine Patterson, 20. Yeah, Taylor Interline, sorry, namesake, <laughs> 20 years old. T.J. Fry, 28. Dylan Davis, 28. 29, and then 32. They have a whole host of felony and misdemeanor charges, which include arson, rioting, institutional vandalism, and conspiracy. Um, there was also a 16-year-old boy busted on rioting as well, who was there part of the group, and... If you look at these people that were all arrested, um, I mean, they're young people. Mm. I think they all have to go to Russia or China or India or some place where they don't have the freedom they have here and realize what they were rioting about is the wrong thing Mm -hmm. because there there was no misapplication of the law. There was no injustice. A guy with a knife was going to hurt people that person called the police that person then charged the police and was shot i mean that that's crazy to riot that i mean so but so basically what people want you to believe now is is that police do not have a right to defend themselves against somebody with a deadly object yeah i i mean that that's just insanity And I don't think people really realize what they are uh, asking for because when the state doesn't have the monopoly on violence, um, that leads to anarchy and just everybody, um, not everybody, but, uh, you know, more people acting violently and making, um, you know, our society and our neighborhoods and where we live less safe uh, because we have eroded that um, institution, the, the, uh, the police force. Um, and, and, and what we think that police can and can't do. Well, uh, and I don't know if uh, you heard, but there is a uh, a group called Lancaster Stands Up. Mm. And uh, basically, they after the 2016 election, they got together to talk about the shock and the sadness and the outrage that everybody was feeling after President Trump was elected. And so they all got together um, and basically they opposed the, his Muslim ban. You know, remember, remember that whole deal mm-hmm. uh, until when we did that? Uh, they opposed a lot of the things that uh, they believe the time is right for everyday Americans to stand together uh, to forge real change and basically stand up for homosexuality, to stand up for all the things, the values that you or I don't agree with. But here's what they said about what I just shared about what happened there with the police and the judge. The absurd high bail amounts indicates what we're seeing is a politically motivated attack We're calling on all our elected leaders to step in and defend these victims, talking about the rioters of other peaceful protesters against the politically motivated actions of local law enforcement prosecutors and judges. And this is an area that is 60,000 people live there. That is not a huge 
you know, like it's not like New York, you know, oh, there's know. a bunch of crazy. This is small town USA yeah. that, and then uh, that a locally grown um, body like that would be so far removed from, you know, what traditionally has been seen as the American, American values like that's, that's troublesome. Yeah. It says, uh, you know, one of the news articles from up there, one of the tw- a 25 year old said, we want answers. Mm-hmm. All right. The, 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 we want answers. The name of the officer should be told to everybody. If it was one of us, we'd be all over the news. And the, the family has said that the, the guy who was shot suffered from schizophrenia and bipolar, dis, bipolar disorder and was off his medication. And they're the ones who called the police. Yeah. So here's the thing. It doesn't matter why. What matters is what happened. I mean, it. If somebody's out of their mind and they have a mental disorder and they come at you with a knife, they can still kill you mm-hmm. and wound and hurt people very seriously. And and if a police officer says to stop and you don't, it doesn't matter why. What matters is what. What did the guy do? He raised the knife after being told not to, and he was neutralized from continuing to hurt anybody else. After the guy slashed four people last year, you know, and and you can have opinions about whether you think that was an overuse of force. It's very easy to make those kind of judgments when you're not the one having somebody come at you with a knife. Mm -hmm. If you don't agree with what happened, I want to have somebody off their meds who's schizophrenic bipolar come at you with a knife and see how you would respond to keep that person from hurting other people, which is your job as a police officer to do. Yeah, I think some people say, oh, well, he should have just retreated. Um, but, you know, then you you expose those people who are innocents that they could get hurt then by your inaction. And I think, you know, there's plenty of uh, video that show similar things happening and uh, how bad a situation can get. I think if I showed you, I, I think I showed you there's a video of an actual situation where two police officers have a guy coming at him with a knife that at them, one officer pulls his gun and says, please stop, 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 stop. And he's all on body cam and the guy doesn't stop. He charges him and the guy shoots seven rounds. I don't know how many struck him, but he was definitely struck by a couple and he went down, and he's telling him to stay on the ground, roll over, drop the knife. The guy didn't. He got back up, charged the other officer. He's telling, tase him, tase him, tase him. And the officer's trying to draw his taser, but, but he can't get it out in time. And the guy stabs him and is ultimately killed by the police officer. But the the people, if you just looked at that, you say, why did he shoot him seven times? Seven times didn't keep him down. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and so people who are making all these judgments about what police officers are doing or not doing, do so in the luxury of sitting out of the situation and not being under the duress. And listen, there's police officers that make evil choices, mm-hmm. no question. There's police officers that make flawed choices because they're human. But the bottom line is nobody signs up for that job because of the money. They're there as a calling most of the time trying to serve. And we should pray for them and stand beside them. 
I agree. So stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the night. Will all the other not quite? Will all the never get it right? Right. And David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders, nobody would have chosen, and you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil start talking to me, saying, Who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a is nobody by casting crowns welcome back to swat radio swat stands for spiritual warriors advancing truth and if you are just joining us we will be getting into uh oh hebrews uh today but uh right before the break we were talking about uh what was going on in pennsylvania the unrest there and uh talking as well about um what caused that unrest which was the uh shooting of an armed uh, man with a knife uh, with schizophrenia by a police officer. And we were kind of talking a little bit about how uh, there's, a, a, I guess, a divorce or a void in, in knowledge. There's a difference between the public um, perception of things and what uh, a police officer actually goes through. And unless you put yourself in some of those mental shoes of those officers who have uh, had to go through some uh, tough uh, calls or sometimes not so tough calls, but violent um, altercations. And unless you've looked at some of the videos of um, the deadly consequences that 
uh, you can have working in that profession, you're going to have maybe a skewed understanding of what it really means um, to put on a badge Mm -hmm. and serve the community. And I think that's one of the biggest issues that uh, we've seen over the past, I guess, at least eight years, right? Yeah. Um, That is that the public has no clue what the reality of of the job of being a police officer is no they 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 don't and it's it's always easier to second guess somebody mm-hmm. when you've not been in those shoes you've not been in that position and uh, to make a split second call with somebody coming at you with a knife who has the desire and and, and if you look at people's eyes like that i mean like uh you know, that's people when people are are wigging out, you know, mm. or, 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 or on whether it's they're off their meds or whatever. Like I said, the why doesn't matter. What matters is if somebody's got a knife, they've stabbed people before mm-hmm. and they have intent to hurt somebody now and they're not complying. You've got to keep them from hurting other people. Yeah. He stabbed four people a year ago. Mm hmm. The police officer's responsibility is to protect and serve. And so it's not to to take care of, of make sure that the guy who's trying to hurt people is cared for before he makes sure the other people are cared for. Yeah. Most police officers, after they've neutralized somebody like that, then they will try to care for that person. Mm-hmm. By contrast, the protesters out in California were laughing at the two police officers who uh, were, they were attempted to be executed out there. Mm -hmm. And you had people laughing. And then you have people coming on social media. There was one guy that's very well known out in the uh, California area who said, you know, well, this is a good start. Mm. I mean, like that, that, that just promotes that. And, you know, it's just very sad to me that, you know, no believer, no person who claims to follow Jesus Christ can ever say that we should pray that police officers would be hurt. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't. They represent the ministry of the law and order that God wants to see and God has put in positions of government to do those things. So we should pray for our leaders and pray for those people who serve as firefighters, EMTs, police officers, um, you know, whether they're federal, state, local, it doesn't matter. We should pray for those people are out trying to serve in our community. I know people who are police officers right now who are terrified of having a situation like that happen because they want to go home and see their kids, and they don't know what to do right now. So you know what they don't? A lot of guys are doing. They're not answering nine one one calls mm-hmm. like that. Domestic, yeah. d- uh, I mean, domestic violence. They're just sorry. We'll come in and we'll go in with the EMTs afterwards to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. Yeah, that's that's gonna. We, we've got to pray that the leadership will start leading and and doing what that judge is doing up there. And start holding protesters, the people who are violently protesting, not people who are peaceful. Those people aren't peacefully protesting when they're throwing 
uh, Molotov cocktails. That's not protesting. That's rioting. Yeah. Um, I think we got a call, don't we? Yeah, I think uh, Mark from uh, Virginia. Hey, Mark, how you doing today? Is it Mark from Virginia that was on here yesterday? Yeah, yeah. What's going hey, how's Mark, it going? are you auditioning for a job? Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, if y'all, hey man, I mean, if you guys trying, I, I wouldn't mind coming in, you know, for like <laughs> intern hours or something like that. But um, speaking of um, police and all that, uh, well, Doug, you used to do FBI, right? Yes, sir. But oh, but Taylor okay. Taylor my counterpart in here went through the police academy here in Jacksonville also. Yeah, I, I didn't. You know, this whole time I, I think I heard it. I, I didn't even know the whole time. I mean, I thought he was. I mean, I thought he was just you know just a, a good kid that just you know wanted to be on the radio and talk about God. But just, I mean, just hair. I was I was never knew like I was like he was police, but I, you know that's good. You can't you can't really tell. But um, cause I, I mean I I do a little bit of law enforcement too, but. Anyway, I think uh, uh, what's his name again? Your counterpart? I'm sorry. Ta- Taylor. His dad was in the NFL. Ta- Taylor? Ta- yeah, Taylor. yeah, he was in the NFL. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I think, man. I, I think the sheriff should get paid paid a little bit more, though. But, you think you know, so? With all the stuff. That, yeah, all the stuff they got to deal with. I I think they only get like thirty five, and you know, then they. And then with just with all the, the mental abuse that they deal with on, on a constant basis where they got to check them in, you know, feed them, and you, they can't really have their phone, stuff like that. I mean, and then you some of them, they, you can have suicidal rates, you, you know. But I just feel like it should just be paid a little bit more. I mean, teachers get paid more more than them. I mean, you talk about teachers, the sheriffs are really like the real mentors. They with grown grown adults, man. Well, you know, you know, it's funny. I saw. I just thought it should be paid a little bit more. Well, I saw something yesterday. It said that it's really funny. Guys put on a helmet and go and defend lives, and they they don't get paid that much. And guys put on helmets and go defend a pigskin football, and they get paid a lot of money. And what's the problem with that yeah, picture? And, you know. And see, Doug, the thing with that is because they're. With, with the world and the entertainment and with yeah. the whole uh, earthly, earthly value. That, that's what it is. You know, God says, you know, the world, they, they don't really care about the righteous thing. They care about the entertainment. Yeah, but if you're dead, it, you it can't be entertained. Up. You know what I'm saying? So the police out there <laughs> are trying to keep people safe. That's their job, to protect and serve. And, you know, there's a lot of people upset, Mark, with what's going on in our country. Um, Apart from political lines, there's people upset on both sides who just want to live their life. They want to get up and go to their job. They want to come back home and not have to worry about being shot or being stabbed or being robbed. And right now, we are very divided. And people don't understand, I don't think, very well, that if police are having to do all these things to take care of rioters um, and and those kind of issues, who's guarding the chicken coop? Mm. Who's, who's there taking care of the other things? And so, you know, somebody swiped my credit card number the other day. You know, I mean, I, I, I mean, people, there's still a lot of other criminal activity going on, and people aren't even paying attention in the same way China's doing stuff. We're not paying attention. Russia's doing stuff. 
we're so focused on these other things and it's 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 sad that these police officers are having to be distracted the way they are but i agree with you i think they should get paid more instead of defunding they need to add funds to pay them more because of what they deal with because think about what that young person did out in california that guy and that girl sitting in a car and and they're out there to protect that community and somebody comes up and shoots them and then people laugh they hear those people laughing Mm, yeah you know i mean that's just that's sad it's and it shouldn't be tolerated and then to have a guy who's been meeting with the mayor out in that area regularly put out on social media well this is a good start talking about the shooting and retribution that's just shameful mm-hmm. and that stuff that kind of stuff ought to be called out because if we really believe if we really believe that what the founding fathers said that all men are created equal which is actually right out of genesis because god created man in his own image so we all bear the image of god if we all believe that then we should care just as much that some guy goes up to execute a mother of a six-year-old and a 24-year-old guy who's out there to protect and serve as a guy putting his knee down on the neck of a guy who's bound in handcuffs Mm. you know right i mean i mean don't you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah. I, I mean that that yeah. that right there. Both both of those things are wrong. Yeah, and they both should be equally defended. If you only defend one, and you and you go in and you say, "Well, they had it coming," those people don't know anything about those police officers that are saying that. Yeah. You know, so well, I, Doug, I, I, Doug, I. I remember one time it was about a, I think a guy in Florida. Uh, he was like the opposite race Caucasian guy, and you know I I, I made a post myself. I said I, I think it was Tony Tony Tampa or something like yeah. that in Florida. Where, you know, where they were on him for like 13 minutes, and then he just he just passed out. Yeah, and nobody you know protested about that, and then. Uh, well, my side, you know, people, they got, they got real mad at me. They was like, well, it doesn't matter. I said, well, it kind of does. I mean, why, you know, regardless of, you know. Hey, hey Mark, we got to go to break. Um, thanks for calling, yeah, Mark. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Uh, we will be right back with more after the news. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Ren Collective with Rescuer. If you are just joining us, we are about to be getting into um, our overview, our uh, refresh of where we've been through in Hebrews so far. Um, we took a break from uh, looking at Hebrews uh, over the summer and looked at uh, Letters to the Church by Francis Chan, and now we are going to be getting back into Hebrews, and so we thought we would take this week to kind of refresh and reset so that we could be ready to go next week. Yeah, next week, because next week, well, this week at SWAT, at the SWAT Bible Studies, by the way, uh, tom- uh, tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tom- I forget which day of the week it is. It's uh, tomorrow. We we will be at Woody's Barbecue if you're in uh, Jacksonville out at, J- at the beach at 6.30 a.m. on Sol- right off Solano Road. We will be here at the Salem Center at noon tomorrow from 12 to 1. And then Thursday morning, we'll be at Jumpin' Jack's House of Food, which is on San Jose Boulevard. By the way, if you listen and you live here in the Jacksonville area and you've never eaten at Jumpin' Jack's House of Food, here's here's a great deal for you. All you got to do is go in there and tell them you heard about it on SWAT radio and you'd like the discount. They'll give you 15% off your bill. It's good food. Too. I mean, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Great burgers and chicken sandwiches. Salad. They got just a great pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah, they got everything. But if they they've got a code built in, if you just say SWAT Radio or SWAT Bible Study, just say SWAT, you know, and they will give you fifteen percent off your bill. Well, if you're like me, I got you know five kids, <laughs> man. That's what we go in there. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So that's a pretty good discount. Yeah. You know. So uh, thank you, Howdy, for doing that. Howdy uh, Russell, the owner, is a great guy and good friend, and um, and so he has been gracious to do that. And so, and then Friday we're at the Village Inn uh, at nine o'clock. But Thursday night we do a SWAT Zoom, and so that is online. So whether you're listening out west, out in California, Texas, wherever through the app, or uh, you're streaming. Uh, live through the website if you would like to be a part of that send me an email at doug at swatradio.com that's doug at swatradio.com and say swat zoom i'd like an invite to swat zoom because you have to be invited you have to know the password and all that and so i would love to uh have you be a part of that well taylor quick review we we got into the intro to Hebrews yesterday, just a quick reminder, the overarching theme is Christ is supreme to every spiritual system, every religious system, everything that anybody would do to connect with the Creator. Christ was the supreme, and ultimately he's the exclusive bridge to God. You know, there's a lot of people, in fact, Oprah Winfrey put out, there's many ways to God. Well, they are, but they all have to go through Jesus. Mm. If, if if you don't go through Jesus, you ain't connecting with God. Yeah. Muhammad, if he doesn't connect you through Jesus somehow, if you don't get to Jesus, you never get to God. Buddha, he doesn't get you to God unless you go through Jesus. Now, you know, people may grow up in a Buddhist country and somehow because uh, they get involved in that, they somehow hear about Jesus and then end up coming to him. There are many paths, but they all have to go through Jesus. He's supreme. Now, the people that this letter was written to were in and around Rome in around 60 to 70 A.D., and the book is comprised of five warnings with teaching before the warning and then warnings to the people 
And the primary warning is to a group of people that intellectually have bought in, but they're not all in with Jesus. They only intellectually buy into the fact that, yeah, he could be Messiah, but they haven't bought in and they haven't been regenerate. Their hearts haven't been regenerated by the Holy Spirit. And unless that happens, Jesus said in John 3, unless you're born again, you can't inherit the kingdom, right? And so Hebrews 1 starts off with uh, the writer saying Jesus is the exact imprint of the invisible God. In other words, if you want to see what God looks like in a human form, you have to see Jesus. Well, if you're listening to this and you call yourself a follower of Jesus, your responsibility is to put God on display in the world around you in such a way that when people see you, they have questions about how you're different from the world because Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God the Father, they are in you and they're growing you to look more like what Jesus looked like. The whole goal of the Christian life here on earth is for us to be conformed to the image of Christ so that when people see us, they see Christ in us. And so uh, Hebrews 1 talks about that. It also talks about how Christ is supreme to angels. Over 260 times in the Old Testament, New Testament, um, there were many, many, many people, Abraham, Lot, Jacob, Balaam, Elijah, Elisha, Daniel, Isaiah, Zechariah, the shepherds, Mary in the New Testament, women at the tomb. They all saw angels, and angels were simply messengers from God and servants of God. Back in Second Kings, one angel wiped out 185,000 men, so they're very powerful beings. And they had four specific functions. Uh, they continuously worshiped and praised God. They communicated God's message to man. They ministered to believers. Remember, in the desert, they ministered mm-hmm. to Jesus. And, uh, and they're God's agents in the final judgment of earth. And so Jesus is supreme to those, and he brings that out and, and shows that Jesus was supreme. Well, in chapter 2, he gets into the first warning. He's just given a teaching, and this first warning is this. He says, we must pay closer attention to the message that we've heard, otherwise we're going to drift away. So the, mess, the warning is, don't drift. He says, how will we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? So you know what the sin is there, Taylor? It's neglect. You have the message and you neglect it. You just disregard it. Yeah. And so that's the first warning. Well, then he goes into chapter three and he gives the second warning. And that's like, don't harden your heart. And he gives an example from Psalm 95. And in Psalm 95, it's a direct quote. It says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of testing in the wilderness where your fathers put me to the test. They saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they will not enter my rest. Why? It says, because they hardened their hearts. He says, take care, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. You see, the mission of the people of Israel was to put God on display as the living God, the one true living God. And for you and me today, the reason that it's important for us to not cave into fear 
whether it's the pandemic or the riots or whatever it is, is because we serve the one true living God, and we believe that. Mm-hmm. And we know that no matter what goes on around us, he's in charge. And in chapter 3, that second warning, he's saying, don't harden your heart. And then he goes into uh, – uh, he goes into uh, also that Jesus is greater than Moses. Why? Because people looked up to Moses and held him up on this high standard. And he's saying Jesus is greater than Moses. He's a, he's a greater figure for you. He's the Messiah. And so then he goes into chapter 4. And in chapter 4, he, he kind of uh, talks about striving to enter the rest. Now, that's at first sounds almost like like what do you mean strive to enter a rest mm. and and the word strive there really means yearn mm. it means to really pursue do you pursue rest are you really pursuing the rest with god because when you think about what he's talking about he wants us to hold fast our confession he says this is supposed to be a public not private faith we are to put God on display, not just an intellectual ascent. Why? Because we have a great high priest he brings out, and we have a divine high priest, and he wants us to draw th- to, near to the throne. He tells us in verse 14 that we have a great high priest who's passed through the heavens, Jesus. And because of that, he says, with confidence, let us draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive fer- mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So our great high priest, Jesus is a bridge of hope from judgment to grace. So no matter what you've done in your life, no matter where you've been in your life and what's happened, nothing is unredeemable this side of the grave, nothing. And that's what he says. He says that we may receive mercy and find grace to help when we have it all figured out. Is that what he says? Mm -mm. Does he says find Um, receive mercy and find grace to help when we've got our act together. It's in time of need. You are never closer to Jesus than when you need him. Mm. That's what he wants more than anything. And so that's what the whole purpose of chapter four is. Well, in chapter five, he gets into the next warning, the third warning, which is don't waver. He says, don't waver. Down in verse 11, he warns them. He says, uh, we have much to say. It's hard to explain. Since you have become dull of hearing, for though by this time you ought to be teachers. In other words, you've been taught this stuff, but you're wavering. And he's saying, don't waver. Be all in. And and it made me think of 1 Kings where Elijah's up there. And he's talking to the people when the prophets of Baal, and he's in this battle, right? Epic battle, him and 400 prophets. And he says, how long are you going to go limping between two opinions, mm-hmm. between Baal and, and God? For us, it's the world and God. And so when we come back, I want to expand on that just a little bit in chapters 5 and 6 in that third warning, okay? All right, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. 
If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. We are talking about Hebrews, and we're going through a rundown um, overview of what we've covered already in Hebrews since uh, we have had a break over the summer where we looked at uh, Francis Chan's letters to the church. So that is where we're at. If you missed any of that, you can uh, find us on um, the SWAT app in the App Store, or you can uh, download the podcast anywhere that you uh, listen to podcasts to hear what you missed. Well, um, so here's the thing. You know, we were we were talking before we uh, went to the break about the third warning: don't waver, be all in. In chapter five of Hebrews, and down in about verse eleven, uh, he says, or actually, yeah, he says, "You've become dull of hearing." That toward God's word, that's actually sluggish. It mm. just means that. You know, you don't really care about it. And I wonder if you're listening to this today, if you think the Bible's boring. Mm. That's what it means. That's hard to explain, hard to understand. Well, here's the bottom line. You can't understand algebra if you don't understand basic arithmetic. You can't go to trigonometry until you understand algebra. You can't go to cal- calculus 2 until you understand trigonometry. And so you've got to start with the basics. And and the Old Testament system was the ABCs of connecting with God. Basically, God gave a picture book to them before he took them to a 12th grade reading level. And, and, And so what he's saying is, but you've been taught this. By now, you should be teachers, but instead, you still 
need milk. And what's crazy about that is he says, everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child, but solid food is for the mature, for those who have the powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. And so we saw that wavering hinders spiritual understanding of God's word. You, don't, you, you want to know why you don't understand what God's word says when you read it? More than likely, if you're not applying it, you're not going to understand it. So why should he let you understand more if you can't obey what he's already given you? And by the way, God leads his people by voice, not by sight. That's why he says, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. It, the word hear means uh, Shema in, in Hebrew is the actual hearing that produces an action. And so Paul in his letter to Thessalonians says, we want to thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but what it is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. For you became imitators of the churches of God in Christ that are in Judea. In Judea. You suffered. You suffered. Why? Because they were applying God's word in a time where it cost something to apply his word. Yeah. You see, most of us want to apply God's word when it costs us nothing. But yeah, we'll obey if it has any no cost to it. Mm-hmm. Of course I'll go do that if I get some kudos back for it. It's when God says, I want you to do this, and nobody's going to know about it, but I'll know about it. Or he says, I want you to do this, and it's not comfortable. You know, God calls us to obey him, and if we waver, it's going to hear, hinder our spiritual understanding of his revelation. The other thing it does is it prevents spiritual growth and possibly even spiritual life. And that second group of people had bought in intellectually, and all they kept wanting was milk. They never wanted to progress on. And he's saying this could keep you from even having true regeneration if you're mm. not there. And so it's a warning between wavering. And and so um, he goes into that in 5 and 6. But then in chapter 7, uh, let me go back to 6 for a second because I thought this was really good. Verse 18, by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge might have a strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope said before us before that he talked about the heirs of the promise and he's talking back to genesis 15 god told abraham i'm going to bless you abraham you're going to have a land you're going to be a people more numerous than the the sand on the seashore and the stars in the sky and you are going to be a a blessing every other family in the world Mm. now the egyptians tried to wipe out the jewish people and that didn't work throughout time people have tried to do that but during the time this was written the romans were in charge so i'm sure they were going wait a minute how are we going to do this and he's saying listen god gave you his word trust trust look at what happens today we have bibles we're talking about jesus today Mm -hmm. two thousand years later when so many people have had to stamp tried to stamp him out um and so he says it is impossible for god to lie is you know and he gives us a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul a hope that enters the inner place 
behind the curtain. He's talking about the Holy of Holies. Jesus is interceding 24-7 as our priest. Now, then he goes into chapter 7 where he talks about the priestly order of Melchizedek. If you've never heard of Melchizedek, M-E-L-C-H-I-Z-E-D-E-K, Hebrews 7 talks about him. I think 10 times in 7 and 8 he's mentioned. The only other time in Scripture he's mentioned is in Psalm 110 and back in Genesis chapter 14. You wouldn't know who he was. I I lived for 50-plus years on the earth, did not connect Melchizedek with being a king and a priest, and the only other king-priest in all of Scripture is Jesus. Every other priest, anybody tried to be a ruler, it didn't work out for him. Any king that tried to be a priest, Uzziah, got uh, uh, leprosy, and, um, and then Saul lost his kingdom because they tried to offer sacrifice because those were two separate offices mm-hmm. except for Melchizedek. And then in Psalm 110, in that Messianic Psalm, it said the Messiah will be in the order of Melchizedek and then Hebrews, he explains it. Why? The Hebrew people understand that because they would be struggling if Jesus is a priest. How can he be a priest not from the tribe of Levi? Yeah. And so he says he's in the order of Melchizedek. And so there are some things about him being a priest and king we need to keep in mind. One, that Melchizedek and Jesus were both appointed. They did not simply attain the priesthood by their genealogy. They were appointed, divinely appointed by God. Second, they were both called kings of righteousness. Melchizedek's name means king of righteousness, and Jesus was mentioned as the prince of, he is the king of righteousness. Uh, And so they both were kings of righteousness, and guess what? They both are kings of peace. Uh, It was said that Melchizedek was the king of Salem, which is uh, Shalom. Mm -hmm. So he's the king of peace. Jesus was, what, the prince of peace. So they were both princes of peace. Kings of peace. So why is it so important that they are the only two kings and priests in Scripture? And why is that important to us today? Well, because in America specifically, we don't understand what it means to be a king, and everybody wants a savior and a priest in Jesus. Nobody wants a king because a king has absolute rule in your life if he's an absolute monarch, and Jesus is an absolute monarch. He doesn't share the leadership with you. You're not a co-pilot with him. Mm -hmm. He is king, absolute, 100% king. Contrary to what some people might say, yes, he wants to be your friend. He's the friend of sinners. But Jesus does not uh, want you just to come into the kingdom and then do whatever you want to do. That's a lie. It's not true. He has given us very specific instructions in his word of how we are to live our life. The law of God is a way that we put God on display. We honor people. We don't commit adultery to honor him. We love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We love our neighbor as ourselves. Why? Because we put God on display and distinguish ourselves from the world. And so if Jesus is our priest and king, and because he is, we have access to God the Father 24-7. Why? Because he's our priest interceding, like I just read earlier, in the Holy of Holies for us. But because he's our priest and king, the king part, we have assurance. If he's really king and in charge of everything, then we don't have to worry when it seems like our world's falling down around us. We can Mm -hmm. have hope. We can have hope in him. 
And as we get into 8, 9, and 10 on uh, tomorrow, we're going to look more at this. But I want to remind you, you may have forgotten that in in the Jewish context, a king is a king where his will is obeyed. It's not geographical. Mm. So that's why when Jesus, they said, Lord, teach us how to pray, he said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. You know, what does that mean? Well, that means you want to obey him. Mm. Thy will be done, because that follows. All right, yeah. Thy kingdom come. How is his kingdom come and put on display when you obey him? If you're not obeying him, you're not showing people that he's your king. And that's not legalistic. You don't obey him to earn his favor. You obey him because of his favor. Mm. And there's a difference. And so, you know, when we think about those things, it's really important for us as we think about uh, his kingship, ask yourself this question. Am I living like Jesus is my king? Or is I, am I living like he's just my co-pilot? Like I get to kind of do what I want to do, you know, and just say I love him. Because a lot of times we treat him more like a co-pilot than we do like a king. Yeah. And so everybody wants a savior. Not everybody wants a sovereign king in their life. Yeah, so, so tomorrow we're going to look at 8, 9, and 10, and hopefully we'll be caught up for next week. All right. So stick with us. Join us tomorrow. Uh, We would like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Thorn Window, as well as Tom Neal Trucking and Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug at SWATradio.com. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.SWATradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Thank you for listening to SWAT Radio. We'll see you again tomorrow. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual